All right, we're good. We're live. We're late because we just dropped the story. Breaking news. Breaking news every Wednesday at 4 o'clock on the inside with James O'Keefe. And today is no exception. <laughs> we just up to the minute here exporting our latest breaking news. O'Keefe Media Group infiltrates Casa Alitas, which is Espanol for? Uh, uh, wings. Wings. Little little wings? Yeah. Is it house wings? wings. Yeah, house what wings. does casa mean? Uh, house. House. House wings. House. What does that mean, house wings? Uh, Sounds like a special at Buffalo Chicken Wings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm talking to my left is, I'm just going to call him Caesar, the individual who got inside. We've got a bunch of people lined up to talk. Uh, we're just uploading the video here uh, to X. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's on my Telegram channel. I'm just going to ask my team. Hey, team, we have that video live on X yet? Ramada Inn. We'll get to the whole story here. We've got Ashley St. Clair. We've got Nick Shirley. We've got Caesar. We've got Ocean's Eleven that all have participated in this investigation. It's a doozy. It's a barn burner. We're going to take you through it and play some clips. I know that Nick has to go in a minute. Um, hey, uh, you guys want to go ahead and play the top of this video for our audience who are listening on Rumble and YouTube and live? We're going to go ahead and play the top. Just so before we play this, I'm just going to describe what this is. This is a we've infiltrated a secret converted illegal immigrant compound, Casa Alitas Ramada Hotel in Tucson. The operation, funded by Catholic Community Services of Tucson, and enriches a bunch of subcontractor groups who we have also reported on. Uh, the secret operation is funded by, again, Catholic Community Services of Tucson. And I disguised myself as a homeless vagrant, drunk, stumbling around. And then we had um, Cesar, our Mexican illegal immigrant, go in there with hidden cameras and blow the whole thing open. Uh, we also have Ashley St. Clair and Nick Shirley here. They caught on tape police confirming refugees are, quote, lying about sponsoring illegal immigrants. Casas Elitis migrants are brought to the Ramada Inn where breakfast, lunch, services are all offered. Migrants shared with one of our undercover journalists that NGOs, these, these groups get paid no matter what. So even the migrants get this. We're going to talk to Caesar about this. Our undercover journalist confirms with a migrant that they have seen gang members come through in caravans. The migrant told our undercover journalist they suspected gang members, but they still let them pass through. Quote, they will ask about gang tattoos, but Border Patrol still lets those people in. This is an extraordinary, I guess you could call it Ocean's Eleven video, because we had a bunch of people wearing hidden cameras. Ashley St. Clair interviewed a taxi driver who were dropping off people. She posed as a local ministry outreach member and discovered the Catholic Community Services give the migrant services, but don't treat them well. The sheriff was called on us. Buses were coming in and out. This is an extraordinary video. Everyone's on. Um, hey, hey, Nick, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I know you're probably in the field doing something, but can you just... We're still waiting the video to upload to X. We have finally gotten inside Casa Alitas, Nick. And you got... You're in this video. It's about to break here in a moment. Um, what happened to you? They ran, you ran up there and tried to get in. They cursed you off and, and, and chased you away. Tell, tell people what happened. 
Yeah, literally, I walked up to the front of the hotel, and as soon as I got there, a full bus of people were dropped off, and I started, uh, I started uh, talking to the people, and as soon as I, as soon as they all got in lines, one of the workers came over and started cussing me out, telling me I need to get off the property, being extremely hostile, and chased me off the property. And we have that video. Do we have that video clip, guys? The Nick Nick's clip where they're chasing them off. We're still guys. We're still waiting for this to upload to to X. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube, but we're waiting for X. What's the status on the upload? Uh, we're still gonna put the lab on here so you guys can hear me. Um, we're still waiting on the upload, uh, Nick. But uh, so they chased you out of the compound. And what exactly did these people say to you? This is the Ramada Hotel. Uh, near Tucson Airport, they were cursing you off in this video. Yes, they told me, "What are you doing here? These are migrants. They're endangered. What are you? What are you doing? Filming them? You're an asshole." They were getting very upset, and I was literally not doing anything. I was just acted like I just walked over there from the Arby's across the street, and they were very upset, and they had masks on. No, no. They don't want to be seen. It's a very operation they're running. Now this is um this woman who is yelling at you is representing this group called Las Palmas. This is the first time we've heard of Las Palmas. Do, do you know what that is? Because we've we have it in the video. Uh, have you ever heard of that group before? I have no I have no idea that it literally means palm tree. So Las Palmas Casas Lutas and Palmas. Um the twenty it's a twenty minute video guys. It's still processing it's fifty percent it failed the first time on X this is like making a movie here in, in a week. We, we got the footage on Friday and Saturday in Tucson. We had to produce it. It's a 20-minute movie. Yeah. Cops are called. People are chasing us out. Um, uh, Nick, anything else you want to say? I'm going to play your video when it goes live here in a minute. We got Ashley on the line here. Um, now, Ashley, Ashley, are you there? Ashley, can you hear me? We just invited Ashley to speak. Uh, Caesar, are you there? I'm right here. So Caesar's off the camera, but um, we're still waiting for the video to post. We, we, we worked right up to the deadline on this one. You get managed to get in. You're not on camera. He's sitting next to me. Like one of them, and I walked into a conference, a lobby room, where they had about 50 cots, 50 beds. And there was about three of those rooms, and in total, it was about 100 to 150 uh, military military age men. And what's uh, crazy about this is that they were there Thursday night, and when we went back Friday morning, they were all gone, meaning they were at the airport flying out. Um, now, this is a, a hotel room. Just, just describe. People haven't seen the video. They will in a moment. Um, if you're just listening, I have to do this whole live radio thing every five minutes, my staff. Reset the room. I'm resetting the room. You're listening to James O'Keefe on the inside. Uh, it's 4.30 Eastern time. Uh, follow OMG. Retweet. Repost the space. We're live now on the air with Caesar, an undercover illegal Mexican individual who got inside this casa. How do you say it? What is it? Casas, is it Casa Alitas? Is the group Casa Elitas or Casa? Casa, singular. Yeah, without an S. Now, how does it relate to the Ramada? How does Casa Elitas relate to this Ramada? So, when they come from the border, they send them to Casa Elitas, 
Casalitas, a lot of these illegals confirm that if you don't have a sponsor, if you don't have someone who can help you pay for your airplane ticket, Casalitas will purchase it for you. And and this just confirms more that it's federal taxpayer money that's paying for all these airplane tickets. And after they have their tickets at Casalitas, they send them over to the Ramada Inn for the final push to get to the airport. So this entire hotel, the Ramada Inn, is the other strange part was that there was about in one of the clips there's about seven or eight men trying to get into one hotel room so they're breaking all kinds of health uh, hazard codes here fire codes where they're sticking it uh seven to eight illegals in a single bedroom and and what was it like going undercover this is not the first time you've done it it won't be the last but um, were you were you nervous? I mean, you just walked right in. Did you didn't you have one of those blankets on the Red Cross blanket? I did, and I was nervous. But the crazy part was that uh, the second day there, they started the the migrants started being more aggressive with me, and they started telling each other, "Hey, don't talk to them." And as as in, they could have they kind of sensed that I didn't blend in. I wasn't from their groups. And uh, someone were saying, don't say anything to him. And I guess it kind of... And one of these, and again, if you're just listening, you're tuning in here, breaking news. We have infiltrated Casas Alitas in Tucson, Arizona. We apologize for the delay. We were working up to the moment to get this video. This is a 20-minute long investigation, and it is a barn burner. I mean, hey, Ashley St. Clair, are you there? I'm here, James. How are you? Okay, so I actually sent you a, a just your portion as a draft. You spoke to a, a police officer, a security guard, and they and they talked to you about this sponsorship, and and you posed as some type of ministry group, and you managed to get close to the Tucson police there. Can you just tell the audience what you saw and heard in lieu of the video being published minutes from now? Yeah, so we, I, I posed as a you know, ministry ranch operator who had uh, some of these migrants coming across the property and wanted to know what to do with them. You know, someone had heard that this Ramada was housing them, and they were very open with me, the security guard and the police officer, who said, yeah, Border Patrol's just dropping them off at this Ramada. Um, they said that there was a former Red Cross contract with this Ramada uh, to have these migrants come in here and stay. And uh, as we were there, as, um, as they're saying, that a border patrol bus comes in for another drop off. Um, so, so James, you were you were there, and you you saw how many of these folks are coming in here on taxpayer dollars. They're saying, you know, they have sponsors, but as we saw recently with the uh, New York City migrants who assaulted a police officer, they had sponsors in Mississippi. You know, these people lie about their sponsors. These sponsors are in different states all across the country, and they end up never going to these houses. Instead, they're going to the Ramada and getting plane tickets all across the country into your neighborhood and mine. But Ashley, I saw the buses come in about every 15 minutes, um, and that security guard and those police officers, they were called on me. It's, this is unbelievable footage. The, the sheriff of the Tucson sheriff, wh whoever they are, we named them and gave their badge numbers, walked over to me. Oh, this is, we have the clip here. Is this, we have Ashley, this is your clip queued up. It's, this is a live radio, so we're on Rumble YouTube so they can see the video. I just want to play this clip. Private ministry ranch owner in Arizona and talk to the same security guard and police officer Kristen Moritz. 
And Ashley, are you still there? I'm here, James. You're talking to Officer Kristen Moritz, who refused. Kristen Moritz, this, this officer, Tucson, they, this is like a fortified compound that you infiltrated because. Mm. She, Tell us what was happening. So to be clear, too, this this woman, and you know, we we're not quite sure if it was Kristen, but Kristen came out of the same car that ended up following our team later, um, tailing our team, the same exact car that Kristen was in um, as security at this Ramada. That car ended up following us, pulling up next to our vehicle um, to the point that our team had to had to lose whoever was security at this Ramada in this car. So she says what they're saying with Border Patrol is they have a sponsor. She's talking about these are, I guess you can call them asylum speakers, and they require sponsors. And Caesar, you, you're, you're pretty familiar with that because you've worked with that. What is that all about, these sponsorship uh, deals with these illegal immigrants? It's people who accept uh, having them, uh, responsibility for them. and uh, But a lot of the times it's just... Uh, they don't, like Ashley said, it's all lies. They never go there. And uh, sometimes they make money out of this. People will say, hey, yeah, I'll be your sponsor, but you're going to have to give me $2,000 and I'll let you use my name with Border Patrol. So there's a lot of people making money out of this. So this is Ashley speaking to Officer Christopher. If you're watching on YouTube and Live, we have, we have a lot of technical difficulties on our side. And unfortunately, if I play the video over the uh, over the machine, the people on Spaces can't hear it. So I'm just going to go ahead and play the audio so the people on Spaces can hear it. This is Ashley St. Clair talking to Officer Kristen Moritz. It's important so that they have a sponsor, somebody to go to, somebody to take care of them, yeah, show up to their court date. The officer told Ashley St. Clair that in order to be flown around the country, the illegal immigrants need a sponsor, but many of them lie about it. Right. So a lot of times what happens is they're supposed to, when they come across the border, they're supposed to have a sponsor. If they lie about yeah. that sponsor, if they're not giving the government, you know, border yeah. control, the truthful stuff, yeah. they shouldn't be over here. You're listening to Ashley St. Clair undercover as a, what were you, a youth ministry person? <laughs> we, we had a ministry ranch. <laughs> a ministry ranch. It's so, it's, it's so remarkable how easy you can gain, and, and, and she says they're lying. Now, now, Caesar, to what extent do these people lie? Oh, man. I've seen them lie from everywhere, from uh, their sponsors to uh, leaving their, where they live because they come from poverty. But somehow they know that these NGOs are making money out of them, but they claim to come from a place that has no uh, internet, but they're up to date on the latest news in the United States, which means NGOs are making ton of money. So even the illegals are very aware of all the money that's been thrown around by the government. Well, James, we have to be really clear. These sponsor lies are systemic. Um, Ali Bradley reported on especially the sponsors for the minor children. Um, their sponsor houses that are claiming to have 45 uh, migrants there, and there's nobody there. We don't have people checking up on these sponsor houses. Again, like I mentioned, the uh, the migrants who assaulted the NYPD officers here, uh, one of their sponsors was in Mississippi, and New York City is, is very far from Mississippi, so I don't think that sponsor was keeping very good track. All right, let's listen to the rest of this interaction. Okay, so that Border Patrol, they're supposed to have a sponsor. Yeah, 
Patrol would bring them here. I just don't oh, want this. Only if they didn't lie. Only if they didn't lie. And we also saw this video. By the way, the X is not allowing us to upload the video. We've tried twice. It's, it's canceled both uploads. We're trying a third time. But the video is on YouTube. Breaking news. For those of you just listening, O'Keefe Media Group, Ocean's Eleven, Ashley St. Clair, Nick Shirley, Caesar, and the band of O'Keefe undercover journalists, Mexican legal immigrants, all wearing hidden cameras, have infiltrated a secret illegal immigrant compound called Casa Alitas in partnership with the Ramada Hotel chain, partnering with Las Palmas. This is just, I know you're already bored. By the time I finish the headline, you've moved on. But this is how they do it. They have thousands of NGOs, billions of dollars, groups you've never heard of before, and we've got on the inside of this place. Uh, we're trying to get the video uploaded to X. Guys, how's it going? We, we can't get it uploaded. Yeah. It's, it's, it's failing repeatedly. It's a 20-minute long video, so we're going to try to get that on X. But we're going to continue with the spaces and play some of the audio. Um, let's listen to the rest of this interaction between Ashley and Officer Kristen Moritz. Uh, they don't have the resources that, yeah. that they lied to be yes. here in the first place. That's what will get them in trouble. But is Red Cross vetting them? No, no. Red Cross ain't even involved anymore. They're so this is the security guard. Red Cross isn't involved. They were involved? They were involved. So how did that go? So they go in there first, and they, uh, they're the first ones in, and then they get a contract for them, and then once they set up the place... Then an NGO comes in, and then a new contract takes over. Wow. So it's... Oh, okay. They were here last couple weeks ago. Yeah, but their contract's done. <laughs> so then, Ashley, you spoke to a taxi driver. This is a hidden camera on your watch recording this Catholic charity foundation guy. We're going to play this audio. Foundation, Catholic Foundation right here. Oh, Catholic Community they, Services? They you to service to them, but the problem is they don't treat well to them. Oh, they don't treat them well? No, I went here from them. Yeah. They scared them. It was clear to us at this point that we needed to somehow get inside this facility to explore what was really going on. We kept getting blocked from getting even close to it. YouTuber Nick Shirley even made a run for it before being screamed at, cursed at, badgered, and escorted away. Now, now, Nick, that's you. Are you there, Nick? I'm just going to yes, play right, audio yeah. only. I apologize, folks. This is on YouTube. It's, we're trying to get it uploaded to X. Uh, but here we go. Nick Shirley running into Kazi like a, like, a, like, a, like a kamikaze, like a Unabomber, except he's got a GoPro. And this is what happens. Oh, my gosh. I just got attacked out there. They don't know what Mexico. 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 This is the, the, the Las Palmas NGO workers calling in like a weird ass mother effer. What do you mean? Get the F what? out of here. We're going to call the effing cops. I didn't do anything wrong. Get the F out. Get the F out. They're screaming at Nick here. What the heck? cussing me out. And Nick, that was that interaction. That's, you tried to get in that way. It didn't work. Your reaction, Nick? Yeah. I literally am doing nothing. And she is freaking out. And it's a public hotel, and they have no right to kick me out of that property for what they're doing. And 
So, so that didn't work. So then I, I, I Ashley and Nick, I went under undercover yeah. as a homeless guy. Um, we're going to play this interaction. Ashley, you sprayed me with 40 and we got some cowboy killer marble red cigarettes trying to get into this facility. So we're trying everything here. We're trying Nick Shirley, Kamikaze, Ashley posing as a ministry. Now I'm as, as a homeless vagrant. We're going to play this interaction. Here we go. Legal immigrants. Our team went undercover. I posed as a homeless vagrant drunk holding a 40 and scoped the perimeter. Oh, That's me as a schizophrenic drunk. Oh. I spoke to Officer Kristen Moritz. She told us that it's none of our business what goes on inside there. And this is the same officer, Ashley, that told you that she's like talking freely to you, but she's telling me, oh, you're not even allowed on the property. No, ma'am. I need you off this property. That's me pretending to be drunk. I wasn't actually drunk. The 40 was empty. We dumped it on me to make me smell like alcohol. And she says, you're not allowed on this property. It's none of your business what goes on inside this Ramada hotel. Who are you? I'm the Tucson Police Department. I'm a police Tucson officer. Police Department. Where is this place? I want a room here. I said I wanted a room. Maybe trying to, you know, you know, elicit some information about the hotel. You cannot stay here. They're full. Why not? They're full. But they got them. Stay off this property. I, I, Ashley, what struck me about when I spoke to, hang on, I'm going to play the rest of this exchange and then I'll talk to you. Zipper is undone too. What is this? The, 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 the cop is, <laughs> she says my fly is undone. I'm literally holding a 40, acting like a schizo, and the thing that she notices is the fly being undone. So at least you got to give the police officers credit. They have a sense of humor. My great place? Where is it? None of your business. You go. Why is it my business? I'm a tax-paying citizen. That's me saying I'm I'm a tax-paying citizen. I need to know what's going on. Here. Stay off this property. Ma'am. 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 Why is it none of my business? You're arguing and yelling with me. There's okay, so that's that. So... So Nick's failed, you know, Ashley got to talk to the taxi driver. Ashley, let's go back to you here. Now you're talking to this taxi driver. Was the taxi driver, what were the circumstances? Was he dropping off migrants, Ashley? Uh, he was picking them up to go to the airport, James. He was and and he was very familiar with Catholic Community Services who was facilitating these these flights. Uh, these migrants who were waiting for him at this this stop for the taxis had paperwork that said, I don't speak English, please help. And it had instructions on what airports they needed to go to and what cities and what flights. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and play this taxi driver. The commu Catholic, Catholic Community Foundation of Tucson is funding this. Let's listen to this. Uh, the foundation, Catholic foundation right here. Oh, Catholic Community they, Services? They that, problem is they don't well. Oh, this guy says the Catholic Foundation doesn't treat people well. Caesar, what, what does he mean by that? He probably means that the illegals have complained about wanting more things and the community center doesn't give it to them, or they're probably complaining how a lot of the NGOs will get a $200 million contract, but they only will use $3 million on the illegals, and they keep the rest of that contract money. Wow. Yeah. Oh, they don't treat them well? No, I hear from them. Yeah. They scare them. It was cute to us at this I hear from them, they scare them. 
Ashley, th that was interesting. And the Catholic community services, we actually went to the, by the way, we went to the headquarters there in Tucson, heavily fortified. It looked like a Planned Parenthood. It didn't look like a Catholic church sort of thing. Is working with Casa Alitas, funding him, and, and buying the plane tickets for the migrants, Ashley. Your reaction? Yep, they're, they're getting about $215 million, I believe it is, in, in federal and state funds. Um, they're also getting big buku bucks from organizations like the Bezos Family Fund um, to facilitate the transportation of these migrants all around the country, uh, to my neighborhood, to your neighborhood. And they're, because they're hiding under the guise of a church, of a nonprofit, uh, there's a lot of reporting that, they, that it stays hidden, that we'll never know about. Um, that's why they're able to, to do all of this, and we can't get any answers. We can't FOIA them, because even though they're doing all of this on behalf of the government, we can't FOIA them because they're technically just a, an innocent little nonprofit, an innocent little church. Yeah, I visited the the actual headquarters. I, I I'm just basically borrowing from the movie Fletch with Chevy Chase. At this point, we went undercover as a. This is all in this. This is a movie, guys. Twenty minute movie, and for some reason, we just can't seem to get on X. We are in touch with an X employee right now. Uh, my producer is DMing someone at X, trying to figure this out. So we apologize. Uh, we're doing things no one's ever done before: movies on the internet every week. And these are not just any movie. These are undercover ambush-style, live-action, guerrilla sequences. So forgive us. It's being uploaded as I speak. I went to the Catholic Community Services, actually, in Tucson, and it looked like a fortified Planned Parenthood. There were cameras everywhere. It just looked really sketchy. Did you say $215 million? Is that from the feds? Or where did that's you get from that? Feds. That's, that's from the feds. That's from the state of Arizona. Um, that's all of the government funds that they're getting in grants. Um, and again, then they're also getting funds from places like the Bezos Family Fund. I believe Bezos Family Fund gave them five million dollars. Um, so this is these are not small amounts of cash that this church is getting um, to to facilitate things that's impacting all of us. Yet we're not allowed to ask questions. James, you can speak to this better than anybody because you were talking to these people at these facilities that are yeah. fortified. It's like they're vampires in in the light. And I've, I've never seen anything like it. Why can't they just answer the question, you know, what are well, you doing here? What's happening? Well, speaking of that, actually, our friend Caesar, I'm going to call him Caesar. That's not his actual name. Caesar is putting cameras on illegal immigrants. That's right, folks. OMG, O'Keefe Media Group, with the help of Ashley St. Clair, who's introduced me to some good people down on the border in Arizona, and my friend Caesar, we're just going to call you Caesar, has put hidden cameras on illegal immigrants who have now gone into the facility. And you are going to hear and see for the first time live what it's like inside Casa Alitas, Spanish for wing, house wings? Yeah. yeah house yeah. wings. Yeah, but. Buffalo Wild Wings. Ramada What's that? Ramada Inn. Ramada Inn. Casa Salitas hyphen Ramada Inn. The fortified compound they will not let Ashley St. Clair walk into or Nick. Here we go. Caesar on the inside of Casas Litas. And this is on YouTube, uploading to X. Point that we needed to somehow get inside this facility to explore what was really going on. He kept getting blocked from getting even close to it. 
YouTuber Nick Shirley. You already went through that part. And now we're... In order to get inside the facility, we we put a hidden camera on a Mexican illegal immigrant whistleblower in order to find out what exactly they were hiding inside this secret Ramada compound and who or what was behind it, who was paying for it, and why they were so hypervigilant in keeping all of that a secret. We will call the Mexican illegal immigrant Caesar. That's you. That's you going under. By the way, describe for your audience what it's like to do this. Was your heart palpitating? You it, afraid of getting killed or shot? It was, but it, it didn't get really bad until towards the end when uh, a couple of the illegals were telling each other, don't talk to him. And I guess because I was walking around too much and filming everything, but towards the end is when they didn't want to talk to me anymore. We're going to translate this live. The illegal immigrants are saying the tickets are ready. The airplane, you're watching the images here on YouTube and Rumble. The tickets are ready. The tickets are ready. They're talking about airline tickets? Airline tickets and bus tickets as well. So a lot of them were getting on Greyhound buses. This is video undercover footage inside the, the secret Ramada Hotel turned migrant compound funded by the Catholic community services in partnership with Casa Salitas. Can you just translate that for us? What is happening right now? So what's happening is I'm standing in a line that looks to be about 15 or 20 guys and they're all waiting to get their 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 papers that's uh, explained to them how to maneuver through throughout the airport. And they even get instructions on how to maneuver around through the airports in Dallas and Houston. So this is all very coordinated where Catholic Charities is just making sure that they get to where it is they're going. And they got maps for them, for the airports across the country, how to get on the bus, if they need a taxi, how to do that. So that's what they're getting in line for. Okay, here we go. Okay. Buses take illegal immigrants to the airports, and the plane tickets are purchased by Casas Alitas, an organization we reported on last time. This was confirmed in Caesar's undercover footage. Now, this is a remarkable image. There's like a hundred cots in this room covered in Red Cross blankets and Catholic services, community services. We saw these purple blankets everywhere. That, that's a lot of people in one room. So that's just one room. There was two more like that, so a total of three. And everybody in these rooms are heading to the airport. And I mean, and the tickets are paid for by who? Catholic Community Services, which is Casa Alitas and Ramada Inn. Legal immigrants come from Casas Alitas on Drexel and come to this Ramada, where they are then flown throughout the country. What is happening right now? This is in Espanol. Go ahead. So he was basically confirming that his ticket was paid for by Casalitas and handed to him. And he's telling me that the buses transport them from this Ramada Inn to the airport. So, este ticket que te lo dieron en Casalitas. Sí. 
The migrants confirmed to Caesar that if they the confirmed it was Casa Salitas, they confirmed that this this group was paying for this, and a lot of these guys are lying, um, Ashley St. Clair, about their sponsors. Sponsors are needed because they are quote unquote refugee asylum seekers. Is that right? Correct. Wow. Let's play the rest of this footage from Caesar. Refugees cannot find a sponsor. The NGO, Catholic Community Services of Tucson, will pay for their ticket. What's this? What is he saying? So he's basically telling me that the first option is your family member, and they send the picture over once they have it, which is, he means a sponsor, but then he's going to follow up by telling me that if you don't have a sponsor, the NGO will then get it for you, that way you leave their facility. What is he saying there? So we hear it, Catholic... He's saying he's met a lot of people who don't have a sponsor in this country, but the NGO, and it and it makes no sense because the Border Patrol won't let them in without a sponsor, but here he's they're telling me that they know a lot of these people in there who don't have a sponsor, and the NGO's paying the ticket. So you're looking at an image of Catholic Community Services of Southern Arizona, me standing outside that facility. Um, let's go to the next section here. This is... This is you, Caesar, inside. Let's listen. Caesar was discussing this because the Biden administration went to Mexico and struck a deal for Mexico actually to start deporting illegals so they don't reach the Texas border. While they were saying I was posing a threat just by walking around the perimeter of the hotel, Caesar confirmed within the facility that the United States was letting people with gang prison tattoos across the American border. So this is one of the more shocking scenes. Um, set this up for the audience. You're talking to a migrant inside Casa Salitas Ramada in compound and what happens? So he, he was telling me that along his trip, he did notice a lot of people with prison tattoos, gang tattoos within the groups on the way up to the United States. And then he gets scared because he asked me, have you seen any of those here? And I tell him, yes, I have, because I did. And he gets scared and tell me, and then we start talking about how at the Border Patrol processing centers, they will ask about tattoos, but for some reason, they still let them in. Hmm. They'll ask about gang tattoos before patrol agents. What does he say there? The gang tattoos are getting across the border, and they still let what, the, what, the border patrol still lets those people in. Why, why would they do that? It seems like it's a mess right now, and they're just letting everybody get gang gang members into the United States. Yes, yes, yes. He said he saw many of them in the groups that he came with up to the border. No, no. But he also says that um, they they also say they know this NGO thing is a racket. He, he, this is in, in Spanish, guys. But he says, "Oh, it's like get the money, is they get paid." It's almost like these these illegal immigrants know <laughs> kind of what we know. These these left wing nonprofits and NGOs they just get millions and billions of dollars, and 
they get enriched off of it, and they know that. They know that. Interesting. And it's crazy because they claim to come from poverty. They can claim to come from a place that has no internet, no electricity, but somehow they know the money that's been being handed out in the United States, so they're well aware of it. Guys, it is. we are live on X. You are listening to On the Inside with James O'Keefe. Hey, Ashley, are you there? Ashley St. Clair. I'm here. I see Thank we uploaded it. Thank you for helping it. me. You helped make this happen by getting me in touch with someone. Uh, we are breaking as of 20 seconds ago. The piece is live. Breaking. Breaking on X. We, the video is finally live. If you want to go ahead and clip, the, you know, play the video or keep listening to me play the video, it's your choice. But we are on X, Ashley, and the video is up. Um, what an amazing – I don't know how we do it, but it seems like every week each video just gets – it somehow gets better. Like I just – um, we haven't even gotten to the good part yet, Ashley. Remember when you and I were talking to the guy from Guinea outside and the sheriff came up? <laughs> so this is this is going to get take out your popcorn. You're on the inside with James O'Keefe and Caesar and Nick Shirley and Ashley St. Clair and a band of misfits on the border of Arizona here. And uh, let's finish the, the footage of you talking to this illegal immigrant about gang members being let into the This is insane footage. You can't see it on X here, but we're looking at cots, blankets, people, gang members in the room, our undercover reporter. I guess it's not a reporter. It's a source. Source being wired up, filming this in Tucson, funded by the Catholic Charities. Caesar, while inside the compound, walked into a room where there were over 150 cots. Now this is a hotel. Is this is this some type of banquet hall? Yeah, yes, yeah, like a conference banquet hall. And, and you're you're on the hidden. You're wearing a hidden camera, and you say, "What the fuck?" You were <laughs> you were responding live to what you were seeing. Yeah, I was, but the, it's just crazy because there's a, the amount of of mess of paperwork. There was IDs, a lot of stuff thrown on the floor. That was just from people who left. But the other concerning issue was that. All the guys that I had seen the night before when we first went in there, they were all gone. So that's 150 men gone overnight. And this, these are all new people who are in there. Now, we're, we're having some people tell us that the Catholic Charities gets funded by the Pima County Board of Supervisors. Um, we have more information on the Catholic Charities. It is, it is shocking that the Catholic Charities, we now have proof, are funding is funding this. Gang members are being let in. The migrants are pissed about it. They're witnessing this. You're witnessing this. Let's keep going with the, with the recording here um, of Caesar inside Casas Alitas in Arizona. Man, that's stuffed <laughs> with illegal immigrants. That's you reacting. You're like, what the? F Sometimes when you wear the wire, you don't even remember wearing the camera, yeah. and you just have an extemporaneous dialogue with yourself. Yeah. I do that all the time. We just got to make sure we turn the camera off when we go into the bathroom. <laughs> Sometimes we forget. It's all into the same room. The migrants told Caesar that these NGOs are all about the money. What is being said here? So right there we're discussing how uh, if you want to just stay there, you can. Uh, they won't ask for a plane ticket unless you ask for it yourself. 
and the the migrants saying that yeah they just want to charge more money for us to the federal government and it's insane that not only do american citizens see it but the the migrants are they know about the money grabbers what an amazing shot here this part of the video There's, we've seen shots like this before guys this is inside a hotel ramada hotel uh completely taken over also saw a sign for las palmas which is a nursing home contracted to clean the hotel, do the laundry, and do breakfast and lunch. Again, many subcontractors, many money grabs that get paid no matter what. And that's the part where he says, this is the interesting, guys, I think this is one of the most interesting parts of the video. The illegal immigrants inside the place, like, yeah, they're all making money off of us. <laughs> this is funny. One migrant told Caesar he's excited to get into the country so he can make American babies. What is this about? What is this guy telling you? So I had just finished a conversation with the, the gentleman that was going to the airport, and then another one walks right up to me. He brings me his cell phone, and he so shows me a picture of this female who is waiting for him, and he wants me to give him, you know, props, saying, yeah, you got a good girl there, man. Ah, <laughs> Ready to make American babies? Yes, you know it. Ready to make a family. Outside, I was ready to ask the police and security for comment. Okay, this is where I'm at. You know, Ashley, we're going gangbusters. Now we're going to take our disguises off here and reveal ourselves this security guy was the damnedest character he didn't want to show me his face but ashley st Clair got his face he he would put like a i don't know if it was a mask or a ski mask or like a bank robber mask over his face i'm adjusting my earpiece because this thing doesn't fit but we're doing it live we're taking it out take the earpiece out we don't need the earpiece anymore we're going we're ripping we're, we're, look i'm ripping off my disguise i'm ripping off my earpiece you can't, if you ever, whatever, it's going to let it dangle. It's whatever. I take off the disguise and reveal myself. I'm no longer a homeless vagrant drunk now. The security guard is ready to shoot me. Um, get out of here. You're not allowed on the property. Yes, you do have to tell me. And finally, took off my homeless disguise. What are you going to do, sir? He's got a thing and he's recording. The security yeah, guard says he's got a thing. He's got a thing and he's recording. And I say it's called a microphone. Microphone. Why are you so scared of us filming you, sir? Because I don't trust you. I don't trust you. Yeah, my name is James O'Keefe. I'm an investigative reporter. And why did you tell me that it's none of my business? Because this is not your business. Well, actually, actually no, sir. It is my business. It is completely my business. I think that's why he's so scared, Ashley, because he knows what he's doing is wrong, and he know and he, and he's ashamed of it. This is you're you're watching people just sort of implode before your very eyes. We put this guy's face. If we got about a quarter million live listeners here, if anyone knows who this man is, I want to name him. I know he doesn't technically have a badge number, but if you're doing things that you're not willing to publicly acknowledge that you're doing. And you're using millions of dollars of taxpayer funding. We will name you. We will shame you. We will make you famous, Mr. Security Guard. Let's listen to this. So we're standing here at the Ramada, uh, Tucson Airport. I pretended to be a homeless vagrant. 
talked to the police officer. She told me it was none of my business. I need you off this property. Where is this migrant place? Where is it? It's none of your business. You go. This guy told me it's none of my business. Scared to death. Of Everyone's anybody. saying the same thing. It's none of your business. Ashley, that's a weird thing. For They all said the same exact thing. It's yeah, it, it, it's it's really weird for all of these people who are paid by our taxpayer dollars, including that security guard who is a Tucson police officer, to say that it's none of our business. Wow. Filming. He said he's calling the sheriff, the Pima County sheriff. They're calling the cops. <laughs> Called the sheriff. So, Ashley, then like three, four cop cars showed up. The sheriff, they, they brought the whole sheriff's office from Pima County down to the secret illegal. If you're just listening, we're live. We're on the inside. Undercover, we got undercover illegal Mexicans filming. We got Ashley St. Clair posing as a, uh, I forgot what you're posing as, some type of charity Ministry group. worker, yeah. <laughs> we had me posing as a homeless, vagrant, schizophrenic drunk. And after Cesar leaves the compound, we have the footage. We ask for comment. The security guards, this is all on video. Everything I'm telling you is on, I report nothing unless it's on video. So you don't have to believe me. Just look at the tape. Security says, he's got a thingy in his hand. He's got a thing in his hand. It's called a microphone. It's what, that's what it's called. People use them to ask for comment. And the sheriff is now pulling up. Here we go. To show up, we're, we're in trouble. We're in trouble, guys. The sheriff's coming. Oh, that bad old pussy. The big sheriff. They're going to call the cops on us. Now, every time I ever show up anywhere, they call the cops. That's ironic on three levels. It's ironic first because I'm not sure what they hope to accomplish by doing that. Do they want me in handcuffs? I don't know. Number two, these people want to defund the police, so it doesn't really make sense they're calling the police. And number three, it gives me an opportunity to film the sheriff and put their name and badge number on the screen, shining a light on people who are just following orders. Give up. The sheriff, sheriff's here. <laughs> here he comes. Pima County Sheriff. This one here says they want to get us for trespassing. So the, the workers then try to get us uh, on a trespassing charge for standing in the public street. And uh, let's go. And this is this is this is a funny scene here. This is the sheriff walking up to Ashley and I. This guy's name is Marv or Mar. Mar. His name is Mar. And again, if you have any. Uh, uh, information, ladies and gentlemen, about the names of these people in the video, please DM us and we will uh, respond. Good. What is your name and badge number? This guy's not happy. This guy really doesn't, really is not a fan. This guy, Marv, Mar, Sean Mar, like Bill Mar. Okay. I can tell by your tone you're probably not a fan of the First Amendment. Oh, I think there's um, the feds are giving money to to them, and it's public money, taxpayer money. We think it's a few hundred million dollars. So we're doing an investigation, and we have a couple whistleblowers inside the facility, some sources that have come to us. And I will I will also get a copy of that body cam footage. So anything that you said to that gentleman, we're going to be public. Now, Ashley, you were standing right next to me as this was happening. Um, your reaction to this sheriff and sort of the events that are about to happen. I, I couldn't believe that he was so quick to ask us questions and sit there while we had these buses of migrants coming in. And I believe he admitted, too. He said, look, I, I don't usually come down here. So it was like he was here just to talk to you. They, ca they called in the big guns for you, James.
Yeah, he had a smirk on his face. He he was just put. These guys are put in situations where I don't know if they're they're kind of kind of stuck in a situation they either don't want to be in or they really hate us, but they can't say it. All that conversation will be foyable. That's public information. You can file the public record. And then, actually, they're having a conversation with the security guard, but I don't think the security guard realizes that the, sh- the sheriffs are all wearing body cameras. So th- this conversation that you're seeing happened about 30, minute, 30 minutes long. We're going to publish the entirety of that conversation. And I think that's why, you know, and if you're just listening to this, please repost the space and please post a comment. We're going to spend another 15 minutes interviewing the journalists involved here. But this is really why the United States government fears um, fears James O'Keefe, fears Ashley St. Clair, fears Elon Musk. They hate sunlight. And it doesn't take a lot of sunlight either, does it? If you have a very dark room, you get a tiny little piece of light lights the whole room up. So it's almost like... Think of them like cockroaches, and you're a flashlight. They, they can't scurry towards the flashlight. They have to scurry away. And the flashlight is almost like, the, you know, the, the pen is mightier than the sword. The camera is, is, is mightier. The, the information is mightier than, than political coercion here. So now let's finish the sheriff's office uh, ambushing us. So everything they're saying, you're going to hear, okay? That's the, that's the great thing about the First Amendment. And uh, we're going to tell them that we have someone on the inside of that facility filming, and we're going to try to get their comment. Okay, so we just spoke to the sheriff's office. The other deputies already kind of explained it. Yeah. So pretty much the people responsible for the property, yeah. the property owners, they're just acting. This is, this is a deputy, Sheriff Carter is his name, and he's walking up to us. And as Deputy Carter and the sheriff's office is walking up to us, buses of illegal immigrants are pulling up to the facility it, it, this is pandemonium, mass hysteria. The buses, they won't let the buses in because I'm there. The, the deputy sheriff is guarding the facility, talking to me, and a bus pulls up behind the sheriff with illegal immigrants towards this ramada. That you guys stay off the property. Well, you got called here. Where does everyone just sound like their main gripe was that you guys were on the property? Um, were you speaking to that security uh, guard? Yeah, we spoke to a security guard, but we also spoke to her. What did he department. say to you? Uh, just that you guys were on the property. Uh, um, did so, he say anything else? Uh, yeah, we had a whole conversation. Um, I'm not just for the sake of time. I'm all through that whole thing. I think he realizes that he's wearing a body camera. Body camera? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm recording right now. That'll so, go on YouTube. We're going to see everything that he said. Contact with the owners, right? They're asking that you guys be trespassed from this property. He trespasses us even though we're not standing on the property. This moment in time, we're standing in the street. Oh, all of that means is just that this property line, as long as you guys stay off of it. Do you know what this place is, sir? You guys want, I guess, so he wants to go through this whole bureaucratic rigmarole, and I'm asking, Deputy, um, do you understand what's happening? <laughs> Car- Caesar, how many of these kids are, are trafficked? Like, what? Tell us why this is something people should care about. This this whole dynamic, the Ramada, Casas Elitas, Catholic Community Services. Well, at the moment, it's confirmed by the Biden administration that there's 85,000 migrant children missing. And most recently, people in Congress in D.C. have been saying that the numbers had a hundred, over a hundred thousand. But they, the last time they updated those numbers were back in 2021. So they won't, they won't release the latest numbers. But the, the amount of children that are missing just tells you how broken this migrant system is. Let's listen it's, to the it's rest. It's one of in the- three. It's one in three migrant kids that they they just are unaccounted for. Um, and that's the one that the government has had contact with. One in three are missing. 
Ashley, this deputy is standing in front of me, and as he's saying the words you're listening to right now, a bus pulls up. I'm not going to go on that property. Okay. And uh, there was literally a bus right behind the sheriff, and he's like, I don't know. There's a bus filled with illegal immigrants coming to a hotel. This guy has a bus right behind him. And I'm asking, do you know what's happening? And I'm trying to, it's almost like a clockwork orange. I'm trying to make this guy open up his eyes, or perhaps a better metaphor is Orwell's 1984. I'm not sure, or Brave New World. <laughs> this is a remarkable image. For those of you on X, you can't see it, but you can see it at minute marker 17 minutes in the video. Onto the property yeah. after we've instructed you guys that you have a form trespass, it would be a criminal. See, this is remarkable. He's trespassing us, and there's a bus filled with illegal immigrants. Look at these. Oh, this, the, the windows are all fogged out. And he's like, we're trespassing. I'm like, sir, do you see what's happening behind you? And he's, and he's just ignoring it. He's just... His, his eyes are all glazed over like he's on drugs. And it's it's a public city bus that's supposed to be picking up. It's American a public citizens. city bus. And now it's picking up illegals. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, we also have Ben on the line, uh, who is, I guess it was there, a volunteer. Uh, we have Ben and, um, I don't know, if Ben, your friend is there as well. Can you unmute un yourself, Ben? Hi, James. Yeah, I'm here. How are you? Hey, hey, you were you were there when this happened. This bus pulled up. I think you actually were the one that shot this. You're a volunteer for OMG, assisting us on the ground. What was going through your mind when you saw this? For me personally, it was just unbelievable to see, um, you know, the city buses that we're paying for the taxes, our money is going towards to being used to to shuttle migrants. I mean, it's unbelievable. Play the rest of this clip. It's following orders. So it was a buck with illegal immigrants the, coming to a hotel. If you guys were to come back onto the property yeah. after we instructed you guys that yeah. you guys are formally trespassed, it would be a criminal. <laughs> are you just following orders? It's a criminal offense. Uh, ben says the deputy sheriff, Deputy Carter, badge number nine zero eight zero. Deputy Carter uh, is famous now, telling me that he's going to arrest me for walking down the street towards the Ramada Hotel. As a bus filled with people are behind him, Ashley reporting one-third of traffic. Caesar, you've seen at least one in ten in certain places get trafficked. I know Tara Rodas has done a lot of reporting on that as well. There's a bus filled with illegal immigrants driving right behind him. Sheriff acting like he doesn't know what's going on. I asked him if he's just following orders. Are you following orders? You have to arrest you guys, all right? He's going to arrest me. The sheriff's going to arrest me. So he says, I, I say, are you following orders, Sheriff? Because I say historically that doesn't work so well. Let me just follow orders. I'm trying to see if I can get some humanity out of this guy. Historically, that doesn't I'm work so well. You guys don't do that for the night, all right? What is your name and badge number? My name is Debbie Carter. Badge number is 908. Is that a bus filled with illegal immigrants behind you? I'm not sure. Um, you know I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So now, Ben, was he lying there? Do you, did you, do you think he knows? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's, that's hilarious that they are playing dumb. You know... There was another officer that kind of walked Lion. behind my vehicle and looked at our vehicle to see what kind of vehicle we were in. Um, it, it was just interesting to see that we were the vic you know, we were the ones that were causing trouble when we were just simply there trying to investigate. Now, Ben, you're you're a volunteer. Some people fear things like this, and um, We'll tease what happens next because everyone wants to know, you know, what, what's next? They don't really care about what is currently. They want to know the next thing. 
We'll get to that in a moment. But um, Nick, or sorry, Ben, you um, you volunteered for this, and I can tell my audience that you're incredibly courageous. You um, you dro- drove us around. We were off road, and we were in the desert. We were going places we never could imagine. Um, some people fear things like this. What prompted you to ditch fear and go into literally the trenches with the O'Keefe Media Group crew here? Well, you know, Chris is on the line as well, uh, but, you know, Chris and I wanted to offer uh, transportation to you. Uh, we wanted to offer some armed security and just have like a, uh, another set of buys and helping hands to help you um, and you, your crew to, to get some uh, stress off of, off of you guys. Um, now, most people, most people, Ben, they don't, they fear things, but what prompted you to ditch that fear? Um, I just wanted to learn more about the migrants getting into the U.S. You know, I'm, my family and I immigrated here. Uh, we, you know, we came here through the legal system, and I just wanted to kind of be involved in that process. And, you know, understanding that there are transportation companies getting paid to, to move migrants from the border. We wanted to volunteer our time and resources to further investigate the, the truth. And what was the, the thing that you, I guess, either surprised you the most or that you learned the most just from this Ramada situation? You know, everything is done during, it's, it's, it's in the dark, you know, everything is blocked off. You know, they, they, they follow us around. They try to scare us. They try to, uh, you know, run us off the road, like Ashley said. I mean, it's, 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 it's definitely, you know, you know, that is shady. You, you, you just, it's, it's my personal experience. It's definitely, if they were doing something legit, they wouldn't be hiding it like they are. And we have Chris on the line as well. Are you there? Hey, James. Yeah. Same, same question to you, sir. If you're just tuning in to live on the inside with James O'Keefe, we infiltrated Casa Alitas in the Ramada Hotel compound fortified by the Pima County, Arizona Sheriff's Department. The sheriffs have been called upon James O'Keefe, that's me, and they are about to arrest me if I don't leave. I'm standing on a public street adjacent to the airport about 200 yards from a Ramada hotel. And as the sheriff, this is Deputy Carter, badge number 9080, is threatening to arrest me, his eyes glazed over. He looks like a robot, not a human being. And I ask him, sir, behind you is a bus filled with illegal immigrants. and One out of 10 get trafficked. And he has the audacity to say back to me, I don't know what you're talking about. He's lying to me. And um, I guess my question back to you, sir, another volunteer is, you are not afraid. I saw you in the trench with me. Most people are afraid. What prompted you to ditch fear and go into the trenches to get this remarkable video? You were the one shooting this on your iPhone. Yeah, uh, good question, James. Well, first and foremost, um, I just want to say the, the sheriff's claiming ignorance blows my mind. There's absolutely no way, in my opinion, that they don't know anything that's going on. Uh, but to answer your question about the fear, I'm a man of faith. So when I'm in those situations, I feel that God brought me into that situation to help, to help you, to help your team, um, to help expose the truth and, and empower others to do the same. 
Um, and, and I believe in serving, um, and what better way to serve than to be out there with you. Um, what you guys do is very dangerous and I don't, I think some people may kind of understand, but I don't really think they truly understand the danger that you and your team put yourself in to expose uh, all of this. So, um, you know, God's why I ditched fear because I have faith and he, he protected us, uh, this weekend and he'll continue to protect us. I think so. Um, what danger did you sense being in that situation there on the ground in Tucson as we infiltrated the Casa Alitas facility? Yeah, good question. Um, well, uh, from uh, from the get-go when we got there, we were tailed. Um, that was kind of scary in, in and of itself and how aggressive um, people were, taxi drivers, etc. cetera. Um, kind of what feared me, well, again, when I say fear, I fear for, uh, for others and we did, and I don't want to kind of <clears throat> share too much because I know we have more of the story to, to unfold here, yeah. but, um, the children, uh, the trafficking of humans and the trafficking of children. And, and we got a glimpse of children. Um, and from that's very scary for me to see that, uh, you know, I have kids and, and, it's unbelievable that the sheriffs were there and those kids were getting on the bus. I think so, you're right. I, I think we're speaking with Chris, right? Yes. Chris, I think you're right. I think, um, I think the most shocking part of this video, aside from, I mean, I asked what, what shocks you anyway? I asked this question last week. What would shock you? You say the white house cybersecurity guy, not recognize me shocks. Nobody, nothing shocks anybody, I suppose. But, I actually think it's a sad testament to human nature that the sheriff stood in front of the bus pulling up and he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. It's just phony baloney. It's, it's all a pack of lies. And I mean, this is it. I mean, we are, but I want to get to the rest of you guys. Um, uh, thank you, uh, Ben and Chris for that. Uh, we have about 35 minutes left on the program. And we have Ashley St. Clair, Nick Shirley, a bunch of volunteers, and Cesar here. I'm going to play the rest of this video. Only about a minute left. Here we go. Okay. You know that's any other questions about? Yes. Do you, why did you just lie to me that you're not sure what that is? I'm asking the sheriff, why is he lying to me and saying he, quote, does not know what's happening? Why is he he's trespassing me from a public street, Ramada Hotel, stuffed with illegal immigrants who, quote, lie, unquote, about their sponsorships, According to police officers filmed secretly by Ashley St. Clair, I'm asking the sheriff, why are you lying to me? With illegal immigrants. So I'm not on the bus. Look, look behind you. Uh, yes. He says, I'm not on the bus. Look, this, what, what an image. It looks like the, the windows are all fogged up, by the way, by the people. So we'll leave it at that. There is a bus filled with illegal immigrants going to a hotel, and you know that that's happening. He just walks away. Unbelievable. Meanwhile, well, we got some guys from Guinea over here. And then we had some guys kicked out. We don't know why. But we're and then Ashley, one more. So well, let's go back to you. Place. One more thing, Ashley. These guys from Guinea. Could you just describe what happened? These are guys were kicked out, and they were from Africa. What, what's going on with that? Uh, apparently, and I've never seen anything like this. Apparently, they were kicked out for going across the street to the McDonald's to get food, which is coincidentally where our team had been working out of for part of the day. Um, but they went out and when they came back, uh, the woman at the Ramada told them they weren't allowed to come back because they left to go get food at the McDonald's. Uh, now it's my understanding and I know Ben and Chris and 
Nick, we saw people leaving and going back into the facility all day, including our own insider. So it was it was very strange that this had happened to these these guys here. But besides that, um, not not sure why they were the only ones kicked out. Um, and we we have that clip of those those guys from Guinea. Uh, we got the we got the documents there. They're from Africa. They're speaking to us in French. This is just truly wild uh, footage. Uh, you can actually see the documents in the video. And actually, we also, I, I would encourage everyone listening here, you know, if you have more information about Casa Salitas Catholic Charity, send it to us. I'm reading a message here. Quote, I'm going to read this message, Ashley. Uh, quote, I'm Catholic. I'm not going to say who this is. I protect my sources in certain circumstances. I'm Catholic. I grew up in Tucson. How was this done under the name Catholic Community Services? Is it even Catholic for an organization sanctioned by the Catholic Church to be giving money to buy tickets for gang members who are lying about their sponsorships? We're talking big money. We're talking big money. We're not talking about thousands of dollars. We're talking about hundreds of millions. Is there any affiliation with the Catholic Church? I don't know the answer to that question. I'm sure many of you do. Um, I'm going to read this message. My mother especially and brother are involved with the Catholic Church in Tucson, and they would not support what's happening. Um, so we don't know what's going on. We saw a lot of these blankets. These, these are purple Catholic blankets littered across the landscape in the desert. Thousands and thousands of blankets. Um, any, any closing statements on, on the piece, Ashley or Ben or, or Nick, uh, any other thoughts you want to share with the audience before they go watch this 20 minute barn burner of a video? I think one thing that, you know, hopefully they're able to gather from the video, but really uh, our whole team that was out there can can speak to is the coordinated secrecy that was happening here and how as soon as anybody came out, there was there was people on the lookout, these taxi drivers, uh, the security guards, everyone was looking out for an outsider who, who may, which is ironic <laughs> considering the circumstances. These people really did not want us to ask any questions. They didn't want anybody seeing what was going on, despite this being, you know, Border Patrol coordinating with this hotel, despite a lot of this being funded by taxpayer dollars, but it was just the, the culture of secrecy that was so apparent um, as soon as we showed up. And I, I hope people realize how coordinated a lot of this is and how systemic the corruption seems to be here. Why do you think they are so, is it, is it a spiritual thing? Is it they've seen illegalities? I mean, why are they so scared? I've, I've never seen people this, that security guard was acting like a crazy person. Why are they behaving like that? I think there's a, there's a lot of money involved. There's a lot of corruption involved. I think a lot of this money is also not going to the migrants. I think there's a lot of people uh, pushing an agenda here. And, and I think they don't really want us to know how much of this is being done on behalf of the United States government, how much of this is involved with DHS and Border Patrol. Uh, I think that's going to burst a lot of people's bubbles. I'm getting tips right now. Catholic services get funding from Pima County. I've got the president of Catholic Services, Charles Geoffrin. Um, there's a lot of information coming in right now about what we're reporting. Um, thank you, Ashley. And Nick Shirley, uh, Ben, Chris, any other reaction to this video or comments on why they're running around, uh, I guess, scared to death of anybody witnessing what's occurring there? I, th I think it's important to think about how much money these companies and these charities are spending on each illegal immigrant and each person that comes through and on top of that they're also making a profit so 
it's really sad to think that people are using churches' names and using organizations to fund this uh, crisis we have. Well, it's all, it sounds to me like it's all about the money. It, what it comes down to, isn't it? It's all about the money. Um, uh, Caesar, you were on the inside, literally. The show is called On the Inside. You were on the inside. I don't think anyone's ever gotten inside this compound before. And you are currently on the inside of other compounds, and you're recruiting others to do likewise. So maybe maybe do a call to action to the audience. We've got a quarter million people here. Um, if they want to, if they're a Mexican American or a Latino American, and they want to wear a hidden camera, just talk to them about that for a minute. I mean, it seems kind of scary at first, but once you're in there, uh, the adrenaline rush you feel, uh, it's kind of a. <laughs> you would think it's kind of a nerve wracking, but it's not. It, it, before you know it, the whole thing's over and you got everything you needed. And it happens in the blink of an eye. And I would highly recommend if anybody who's bilingual here, reach out because uh, we need more help. And uh, there's just too many places to be at at once. And we're at a time where the country really needs us and we could use all the help. And where do, you, where do you want people to go on the border if they're – if they, first of all, they can get in touch with us through Signal – Instagram DM, XDM. There's don't pretend like you don't know how to contact us. We get tens of thousands of DMs. But what's the best way for them to communicate to you? Because you you have to pour through these DMs. What what should they say to you? I want to sign up, or what? What's the best way for them to get through to you? Uh, please send the best way to contact you because uh, this this is very crucial. Time is we can't waste much time. So phone number. Phone number. Yeah, provide your phone number. Phone number, email address, and whatever works for you as long as I, we can get a hold of you guys. And where do you need the most? Uh, what states, what areas? Uh, I used to think it was Texas, but after this past <laughs> weekend, I would say Arizona is you, the highest concern. Right you now. guys don't know the half of it. We're going to do a tease right at 6 o'clock so that you don't go anywhere. <laughs> you will, will not believe what happened to us. And I know that Ashley and the folks here on the phone have been done a really great job of Ben just gave me a hundred. The the driver, the driver is his car is completely almost destroyed after what we went through on, on Saturday night. And I, I, I cannot exaggerate uh how we basically almost died. And uh that's in the that's in next week's video and we'll tease that in a minute. But I'm gonna go to your I'm gonna spend the next twenty minutes going to the audience. I wanna get to Muckraker. Muckraker is one of my favorites because for two reasons. Number one, that 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 word is literally the title of my book. Um, people told me not to call my company Muckraker because no one knows what a muckraker is. So, but he chose to call his company Muckraker. So we'll, we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, if if Anthony is there, I'll get to you in a couple of minutes from now. So stand by, and then we'll get to um, lightning round. That means you have to answer me. A, a, Talk to me in 30 seconds or less, um, ask me a question, or make a comment, but you only have 30 seconds. And that's good practice for you guys, because when you're sending us tips and whistleblowers communicating, I look, one of the things I look for is your ability to communicate succinctly, uh, because that's very important. It's very crucial for you to know what you are trying to communicate. Before we get to Anthony, I just want to, again, tell everyone the same thing I told them last week. I have a cold. I've been... Suffering for four weeks, I did try the, the ivermectin thing, and it worked. Um, shockingly, I still kind of have a cold, but it's going away. I don't take days off. 
You're laughing at me. You're laughing. Why? Because I don't take a day off? No, I remember. No, it, it, no, well, I almost had pneumonia. Yeah. I, I, you know, Stephen was like, James, I think you might be developing pneumonia. And I just go, I work every weekend. So the undercover work we do at OMG, I cannot take a day off. And exposing things the public needs to know is very controversial. It takes a lot of money. Folks have to have an insane backbone like Caesar here and Ashley and Ben and the driver and Anthony. And um, we are now supported by people who support our mission, who have a backbone. Nobody tells me what to do and nobody tells me what not to do. At Project Veritas, I had 120,000 donors. And when if a donor said, oh, you got to go investigate this, I'd, I'd walk out of the room. And the donors quickly learned that they weren't going to tell me what to do until they fired, the board fired me. That's another story for another day. But nobody tells me what to do and nobody tells me what not to do, period. So help me God. Now, one of the groups that has the balls to be in the trenches with us and support us is this wellness company. The wellness company is with us all the way. I'm fortunate to have gotten to know them. I take the ivermectin thing. It worked on me, at least so far. I'll let you know when it doesn't work, but it worked. They gave me this kit right here. Um, and they support us. Um, this kit includes eight life-saving medications, including a Z-Pack and ivermectin, which I just used. It worked. I bring it with me when I'm in the field, when I'm in the trenches. And um, go to twc.health slash omg. You can get this. That's twc.health slash omg code omg. I actually put this in a bag with my vitamins. I take a lot of vitamins every day. People say, where do I get my energy? I, I try to get eight hours of sleep. Um, I try to work out every morning, no matter what, an hour a day. Uh, but I do not take, I have not taken a day off since Christmas Eve. What, what is it, February 6th? I haven't taken a day, what is it, a month and a half? So I take, um, I take this, I take these vitamins every day. I take a lot of vitamins. They're right here. Um, twc.health, that's twc.health slash omg. That's twchealth slash omg. Code omg saves you 15%. Um, I don't trust the government. Leviathan doesn't like me. The reason the U.S. government fears James O'Keefe is because we have those little camera thingies. That the thingy, the microphone. What did the guy say? The microphone thingy. Yeah. What is that thing? He has a thing. What was the quote, Parker? He's got a thing. He's holding a thing. He's holding a thing. They're afraid of the thing. It's called a microphone, ass. You fascist. He's got a thing. And you punk. And he's recording. <laughs> you fascist. He's got a thing. That shows you what they fear. So I appreciate people who support us and support our mission. So go to twc.health slash omg. Code omg saves you 15%. It's an amazing backer of OMG. Again, that is twc.health slash OMG. Anthony, muckraker, are you with me? I'm with you, James. How are you? Good. So you just, you're an amazing young man. I'm going to hopefully grab coffee with you in Florida on Friday. You've done it again. You you ran into a another location. This is now in New York City. Can you just give our audience a 60-second overview of what you found having infiltrated one of these migrant places in New York? Absolutely. So we didn't just infiltrate one, we infiltrated three, the Rowe Hotel, Floyd Bennett Field, and Randall's Island. 
And, um, you know, basically, first off, if everybody in the space would be kind enough to, you know, like and share, it's the pinned tweet on Muckraker, uh, at Real Muckraker, um, and only got a fraction of the views that it needed to get, because what we exposed was, you know, we talked to countless security guards telling us about how there's stabbings, how there's drugs, how there's deaths, people committing suicide, people slitting their wrists, throwing themselves from the roof. Um, and then, you know, we talked to a lot of the illegals that are in there. First of all, they're from all over the place, all over the world, places in Africa, Russia, China, and of course, South America. And they're all waiting in these compounds while we have homeless Americans, and they're waiting in there to get their Social Security and their Medicaid. And it's all on video. It's 25 minutes long. And yeah, I mean, it was absolutely incredible. What's the, what's the, Anthony, what's the, you know, I, you know, my advice to you is always pull the lead, L-E-D-E, journalistic lead. What's the top quote or moment from the video that you think is most shocking? Um, probably from the Rowe Hotel when we're talking to these security guards and they're just talking about these domestic violence cases and they're talking about, um, you know, people showing up at the place, at the hotel with guns and, you know, like I said, people throwing themselves from the roof. And none of this is on the news because no, no media is allowed in there. The media is not allowed. So how did you get in there? Um, well, you know, let's just say, you know, you got to have a little finesse in this industry. You know, you don't, you don't just show up. There was, there was, you know, some pre-planning, let's put it that way. Got it. You, you, you had sources, you had techniques. Um, by the way, uh, Anthony, as I'm talking to you, I just got, I'm getting lit up on here on Sigma. If you're listening to this program, if you're tuning in, breaking news, O'Keefe infiltrates Casa Alitas in Tucson with the uh, help of some illegal Mexican migrants, illegal immigrants, whatever you want to call them, refugees, if you're from Guinea, I suppose, wearing hidden cameras and filming inside of Casa Salitas, we're on with Muckraker, and I'm getting people DMing me, and all of you can DM, I want you to DM me if you have information, not to complain, I'm not your therapist, um, but I am getting information, listen to this, I'm an Arizonan, and I'm watching live, I was adopted through Catholic Charities, and would like to share a story directly related to trafficking. I was trafficked. This is an individual who is, I'm not going to disclose their name. There's just some initials here. I will make this very public. I will share what is documented. And I was trafficked through Washington through Catholic Charities. You know, one of the things I'm learning as an investigative reporter is the world is not what it seems. You have the Red Cross, Catholic Charities, Casa Salitas. This is a, a giant money grab. Big money, billions of dollars. B with a bravo. Remarkable stuff. Um, I'm going to give a number to call this person. I'm, I'm messaging you right now, whoever you are. Uh, you're listening live. I'm going to message a phone number, and um, I'm going to try to get you on the air. Um, uh, back to you, um, Anthony. Uh, anything else from your video you want people to know? Uh, that's it. I mean, what everybody needs to know is that, you know, go check out the video and understand that you're all paying for this. And, you know, we are supposed to be the masters of this republic, right? It's we the people, but no longer. Our government doesn't work for us anymore. They work for foreigners and foreign nations. And that's what you're going to see in this video. So share it far and wide, and hopefully we can affect some change. Thank you, Anthony. I, mean, I, I, I highlight Nick and Anthony because I, one of the things I admire are people who have they're, they're fearless people, as is Caesar, as is Ashley, as is Ben, and the other people, as is Elon Musk, for, for letting this happen. Um, I admire the fearlessness. I, I, I love the faith over fear. Um, and now we're going to go to our audience. 
Um, we're trying to get this whistleblower from Catholic Charities on the line. That might happen, so my colleague might walk in live. But before we do, let's let's open up the phones and let's go to all of you and let's see how um, we're going to do this lightning round. Teach you guys how to communicate in thirty seconds or less. Um, so who do we want to go to first? You guys are. Let's go, Victor. You're live. On the inside with James O'Keefe. Unmute yourself. Victor, go ahead. I uh, appreciate you, James, and thanks for everything that you're doing. Um, a lot of stuff that just brings a lot of memories. I'm a retired special agent with Homeland Security Investigations under ICE. And everything that you described is illegal, especially the transportation of illegal aliens within our country. I used to arrest people and put them in jail for exactly that you what you videotaped. The transportation, uh, the the hotels. I mean, in my career, we hit a lot of hotels, stash houses where illegal aliens are being kept. And um, it's just incredible to me uh, having the ability to enforce these laws because we used to have that authority to enforce the laws. And that's what's missing. But I just want to tell you that uh, um, these facilities that run all around the country, uh, I'm in Texas, and uh, I actually have also got, gone inside. Uh, I've been kicked out as soon as they find out who I am. Uh, I, I went into Catholic Charities in McAllen, Texas. Uh, got kicked out there as well. It is a very secretive operation. Are you saying? Are you saying that that it's 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 illegal? But this but this sheriff wanted to arrest me for standing in the. This is sort of like an egress street, sort of next to a fast food restaurant. I'm not even staying on the property. And James, what's I it's it's upside down and backwards. It, I I just did uh, uh, a video outside of the facility in Northeast El Paso, Texas, and I went. Out, I wasn't even close to the entrance. I I stayed in the public property. I got out. I started doing a live to kind of show people of the traffic that's going in and out and still happening, by the way. Immediately, two security guards come over and start threatening me and say, "You need to stop recording." I said, "No, I'm not." And you're a former uh, DHS official. You said. Yes, sir. I'm a, a, a former special agent with Homeland Security. Uh, I'm a subject matter former expert. Former special agent with Homeland Security uh, tells O'Keefe Media Group live on the air that he used to arrest people for what they're in the video doing, flying gang members around the United States, lying about their sponsorships, but instead they're uh, threatening to arrest me. Thank you, sir. This is lightning round. We're going to uh, Cal's. Here we go with those names. I can't eat it. What's your yes, actual it's name? Guys. What's your it's first guys. name? Guys, guys. Guys. How are you, Jay? Yeah, how are you, Jay? <laughs> how you doing? What's your reaction to this video? 30 seconds. Go ahead. I'm doing great. Uh, I love what you're doing. Uh, we did DM me, uh, me and you in the past, and uh, I sent you a DM. Please look at it. And uh, I'm, I'm in New York City. I'm ready to help. You're ready to help. What do you want to do, yep. sir? I can uh, I can infiltrate uh, many hotels. You got Roosevelt Hotel in New York City. Uh, if you, if you, if anybody here in New York, you can uh, you can have a look at it. That hotel used to be a five star hotel that uh, used to be used at the UN General Assemblies to host diplomats, presidents. Now it's a shelter, and uh, it's loaded with illegal immigrants. They have a, an well, MTA have boss. This is great. Hold on. You've sold me. When you get to yes, <laughs> take yes for an answer. Um, you speak English, Arabic, and French. We're going to yes. put you to work. I'm going to have my colleague. But there's one thing missing from your message to me. You know what that is? There's one thing missing that, from your message. Phone number. 
I can't I can't call you unless you give me a phone number. So if you guys want to work you. with us, if you're listening you. to this program, then my, my man, I'm going to call you here in about an hour. If you want to go undercover, undercover is the wrong word. If you speak Spanish, Arabic, or French, you're located in Arizona, Texas, or New York City, message me on X or Instagram, and I need your telephone number in order to contact Just you. Thank you, my friend. Just Thank you. you. We're going to put you to work. Thank you. You got it, brother. All right. All right. Uh, let's go to Sovereign. Sovereign, you're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. Go. Hey, thanks, James, for everything you do and everybody up here. Um, so I know to some of us it may not sound so far-fetched that there are charities and foundations out there that are involved in human trafficking. It is the biggest moneymaker. Um, I personally am a human trafficking survivor, and I fled during the onset of the pandemic. And I did a lot of deep diving because I kept calling, and I've called over 600 501c3 foundations that state that they help um, and do all these things and their websites look great come to find out that they're just there to be a resource center where they give you another phone number so we don't know what's going on with the money but we do know that it's taxpayer funded money and i think taxpayers really need to start asking where this money is going because most of these 501c3s are not on the up and up um, so it's no surprise to some of us but it needs to be heard thank you for joining what you do um why why is it that these 51c3s have become so corrupted in your view i just want to ask you a follow-up question on that i mean i think i think it's money laundering i think it's some of them are set up to be part of trafficking they're involved in the trafficking some of it's to keep track of the people who flee um there's all kinds of scenarios and situations that they're involved with uh some of them are on the up and up but it's really hard to come by it's a great way to funnel money. Yeah, well, it's you know the other problem with nonprofits is no one owns the nonprofit, so achievement is frowned upon, and no good deed goes unpunished in the five one c three when the board has no equity in the five one c three company. Uh, I wrote a whole essay about that, which I will not read because we're in lightning round. Thank you, ma'am, for your comment. Let's go to um, Tara Rodas, my friend Tara. Are you there? Hey, James. All right. So you, thank you. But not for Tara Rodas, who the whistleblower who broke the story a year, a year ago about the kids getting trafficked and we went undercover at Project Veritas. This would not have happened. Tara, just you only got about 45 seconds here. Your reaction, comment, question about what you've witnessed in Tucson. Well, I want to thank you and Caesar and Muckraker and everybody who's out there getting these stories because it's critical. We have to accept that what we're seeing is government-sponsored, taxpayer-funded human and child trafficking. The word must get out. We can't allow this to continue. So if you're out there, give these guys a DM. Don't forget to include your phone number. We need more people to get out there and do what these guys are doing. Be brave, do something. Wow, wow, Tara, as I was talking to you, I, my, my signal's being lit up. What a beautiful thing. What a healthy thing for our republic. What a great thing for democracy, even though we're not a democracy, we're a republic and also a democracy. I guess we're both. <clears throat> Maybe I'm wrong. Someone fact check me. Someone just sent me a tip with the contract between, between the Pima County Board of Supervisors and the Catholic Community Services, $17 million. $17 million. Wow. That's big money. 
and I have the document here. I have to fact check this before I publish this. Board of Supervisors grant signed by uh, Chief Executive Officer L. Elena Dwyer. That's the CEO of Catholic Services and um, Diocese of the Tucson Office of the Bishop. So I have this document. My team's going to vet it. But this is what I'm talking about. People on the inside, having a conscience, people with access to information, getting us the information the public has a right to know. We're talking big money. And I actually think, you know, Caesar, people who are trying to, you know, pay, you know, work three jobs, pay the rent, just get by. They're looking at all this big money, billions, millions of dollars here, billion here, billion there. It's got to upset you know, no, not, this is a political question, but I'm going to ask you a political. It's got to upset like voters, independents. You would think, I, I would imagine, right? Yeah, because it it's it's hard for the government to help us out, the hardworking people. But when it comes to funding all these places, uh, they don't waste any time. For example, uh, places like this hotel. There's 289 child camps, child encampments for migrant children across the country. And it's really easy for them to fund 289 of these places, but it's hard for them to help us out in the time of need. They just keep making us poor by the day. Um, we got about 10 minutes left. Um, my team's going to fact check that document. This is a contract signed between the Board of Supervisors of Pima County and Catholic Services. Let's go back to our tip line. Let's go to... Um, uh, Citizens Dawn, you're on the inside with James O'Keefe. you got 30 seconds. Go. Hey, James. Thank you so much for everything you've done over your career. Uh, tremendous uh, accomplishment. And uh, thank you again. And I just want to maybe just highlight uh, that there has been a longstanding history of uh, Catholic organizations involved with, you know, human trafficking allegations. Uh, and, you know, through these charity organizations, most recent of which I, I, I've been investigating a little bit, uh, having to do with the Haiti, uh, Cl Clinton Silsby connection with the Clinton Foundation and the Catholic Church working with NGOs. Uh, similarly, uh, it's just been a continual uh, problem that has never been addressed. And uh, hopefully you guys can create the awareness needed. Thanks again. We're working, you know, for those of you witnessing me live, I, I haven't shaved because I haven't had time to shave. I don't have time to piss. Uh, I swear to God, I am working, we're working constantly. Our little team of 12 guys, used to be 11, we hired someone um, a couple days ago. We actually hired three people in the last three days. Um, so we have a dozen now, soon to be 14. Um, and we're working really hard. I'm getting messaged live about this Catholic church thing. Um, but let's go to Cheryl, Cheryl Riley. Unmute yourself. you got 30 seconds. Go. Hey, James. Nice to speak with you. Hope you feel better. Listen, I just wanted to remind everyone, uh, you know, the, the reporting that we're getting is tremendous and amazing um, and sad, of course. But also look at your own backyard. This is happening throughout the country. So I'm nowhere near a border. I'm right outside the, the, the District of Columbia. And um, we hear people are starting to notice certain things. And we have organizations that are getting paid millions of dollars. We see it in the budget. And nobody can account for where the money goes. Well, we know where the money is going because they are busing and flying people in from the borders to my county. And now we're starting to see where they're putting them up. 
Um, so everybody can be a citizen journalist, even if you're, you're sitting in a tiny county somewhere. I don't care where it is. I, I guarantee if it, if it has, um, uh, you know, blue leadership, you're, you're getting some of this and you will start to see, um, some of the ramifications, you know, here, everyone getting, can be a citizen. Everyone. Journalist. Thank you, Cheryl. Yes. And, and by okay. the way, I get all, I get a thousand messages. If there is anything I can do, and I appreciate all the goodwill out there, guys, where you say, if there's anything I can do, but obviously I can't manage a thousand people. I'm, I can't micromanage a thousand people. So instead of saying, is there anything I can do? Why don't you tell me what you're going to do? You see how we, how we change that up a little bit? Tell me, James, what I should do. No, no, no. You tell me what you're going to do. That's what that's what leadership is. I in James O'Keefe. I intend to, like my man in New York City, who speaks Kais, um, who speaks various languages. He says, "I intend to go to New York City and infiltrate." James, here's my phone number. That's what we want people to do, because I get the thousand messages. How can I help you? I'm in Illinois. That doesn't help me at all. Let's go to um, Ms. Positive. You're live. Thank you. Thank you, James. And you do a great job, and I'm an advocate for everything you do. Please look uh, in the purple bubble, and I will put it in your DM. T-A-G-G-S. That is a nonprofit NGO connected to what has been taken from us as taxpayers' dollars of unaccompanied children in Texas and Arizona started in 1995. They spent, and I was corrected because I thought it was $10 billion of 2023. No, $50 billion. What was it year-wide for one year? All of the United States, $460 billion. And this program, this grant program, has an address in Austin, and I'll put it in the rest of the pill, of how much they were spending in the millions monthly. Has the ledger, you can see it yourself. I will only do one month, but you can investigate it, but it is connected Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you so much. Your time is out. Let's go to, who else? Raise your hand if you want to speak. we got a couple people in the queue. Uh, Matt, are you there? Go ahead. You're live. you got 30 seconds. Yes, James, I'm here. Asylum, asylum, asylum is the problem. All of these things, everyone says they're breaking the law. If you read the international treaty, you will see that is the asylum process. That is the sugar at the end of the journey, which all these people are seeking. And what I'm saying is, I first of all, I've been doing boots on the ground, been down at the border, interviewing people, and almost none of these people are Mexican. The mission, should you choose to take it, anybody who is capable of doing this, is to, one, if anybody has the balls to actually become an asylum asylee, go into Mexico and try to go through the process with a camera, that would be gold. And actually say, oh, I'm not sure if I'm scared. I'm not sure if I'm really an asylum seeker. We're going to do it. Let's, we're already done. Lightning round, Matt. Consider it done. I just, need to, I just need to volunteer. You heard Matt say it. We need someone to go through the process. If you want to go through this process, if you speak Espanol, and what type of dialects do you need, sir? It's any particular dialects no, of Espanol? Everything. We need everything. We need it all. It's that bad at the border, let's, right? let's send up a DM and sign up. We're going to put you to work. We got Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Thank you. We got a couple more people I want to get to before we tease. Oh, by the way, breaking news. Elon Musk has responded to Caesar to your reporting. Elon Musk responding to O'Keefe Media Group. Whoa! Exclamation point. <laughs> 
Elon likes the story. If you're listening, Elon, we'd love to have you on sometime to get your reaction live because it's you always react with these pithy few words, but we want to hear from you and, and what Elon thinks should be exposed. Maybe Elon can help us with a call to action to citizen journalism. Let's go to – who else do we have here? Um, let's see. D- Thomas, are you there? I am, James. How are you doing, sir? So, Go uh, ahead. You have 30 seconds. Yes, sir. My name is Thomas Murphy. I'm actually running against Lindsey Graham. I am down here at the border here in Arizona. I have hours of footage that I've already taken from Aravaca, from Nogales, from Sassabi. Um, I... All this footage is is free to you know to view, James. So you know I'm here in Arizona. Thank you. I will go anywhere. All right, we'll check out. We'll get to Sasabi in a minute. Let's go to D'Amico. D'Amico, are you there? Hey, James. It's, it's Chris. Chris, Chris, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, good. You have any, anything else to say, or I'm going to go to the next speaker? Yeah, you can go to the next speaker. No problem, James. Thank you, Chris. How about Ka- these names? What are we going to do with these names? Kota. Kota, are you there? No, Kota's not there. Let's go to Stephen Sanders. Unmute yourself. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, James. Yeah, so um, I have a th- story going on about Orange City specifically. Six buses dropped off well over 200 people at a fancy fruit here in Florida. Fancy Fruit has well over 12 locations throughout Florida, and they're housing or keeping these people in here with these windows blocked up and, and taped up. I sent you some photos. I have some other images and some video. Um, All yeah. right, so DM us your phone number. We're going to give you a hidden camera. You go inside there and get some video, okay? Sounds good. We're making moves here. We're giving out hidden cameras. We got watches. We got bottles. We got pens. We got buttons. We got everything you can imagine. And we're giving them out like candy to citizen journalists so we can expose it all. Uh, let's see who if we got one or two more callers, and then we're going to close out the show with a tease for next week. How many people we got on here? Quite a few. Um, let's go to what the hell name is this? Bosifus Watasha. My daddy hey, was a pistol. I'm a son of a gun. What's your first yeah. name? It's Bosifus. Bosifus. Excuse me. Is that yeah, your you're, first name? You're you're good. This goes by Bo, but uh, that's the Bo, bro's okay. area. I'm, I'm, but but Cephas, what do you got? You got thirty seconds. Well, Go ahead. Born born and raised in Arizona. Never seen it this bad. The high speed chases, accidents through our small town is horrible. The thing I don't hear people talking about with this let's keep these borders open is that these people have different cultures. It might be okay for them, you know, to marry a thirteen year old, to rape a woman, to, you know, smack their, their spouse or a female. They need to be educated and come through properly and uh, you know, go 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 legally. We need to close these borders and and do it All right, thank you, sir. Let's go to Cyber Cyber Ninja. You're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. Go ahead. Well, hey, can you find out who is running our country? Like who is that who? video one day at a time, video by video, every single thing, every piece of information that comes out. Okay. Thank you, you for what you do. Thank you, ma'am. Let's go yes. to I, I just like this lightning round thing. I speak in 30 second uh, increments. I'm just going to go to a couple more people here. If you can't say it in 30 seconds, it ain't worth saying. 
or you know, let, let me rephrase. If you have a 17-minute monologue, learn to take the most important things and put them up front. So let's call it bottom line up front. Um, Kay, Kay, the Kyle 101, you're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. Go ahead. Kyle, are you there? Okay. I don't hear anything. David Greening, put yourself on mute. Let's go to Bleeping Blank. You're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. Go ahead. I don't think I'm on mute. Oh, go All ahead, right, Bleeping. Think. You're live. Yeah, my question is about um, the contracts for these services. Specifically, I'm interested in finding out the terms of the contracts. Seems like there's an opportunity to fund sources, uh, to use the same funding sources for anti-trafficking, um, depending on those contract terms. Well, we got some contracts coming into our DMs. We're going to verify. If you have any contracts, send them to our send them over your secretary, a janitor, the cleaning lady, the intern. I don't care who you are or where you are, but if you've seen contracts between Casas Elitas and Catholic Community Services, we're about to publish them in our thread. One or two more. Uh, 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 Nora Kassad, you're being added in a moment. Let's go to Jesse. You're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. You're a believer in Jesus Christ. Go ahead. you got 30 seconds. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you, James. Thank you, Mario. Uh, guys, if you want to get into investigative journalism, just look at look into your surroundings, where you're at. There's stuff going on in your cities, in your little Walmarts, in your little Targets, at the beaches. There's stuff going on everywhere. Just use what you got and uh, get to it. Thank you so much. Uh, how about Mitch? Mitch Lekind. Monuments Mayor, you're live on the inside with James O'Keefe, veteran U.S. Navy, Arizona Army National Guard. You got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, we, my town just declared ourselves not a sanctuary city. Denver is begging all of the surrounding uh, municipalities for assistance. We are the, the uh, gateway to El Paso County, which is just south of Denver. And we've all declared ourselves, for the most part, we're all working on it, uh, to not accept any migrants into our county and our municipalities. But Denver is, they're on the news right now claiming that no one's helping them. And Thank you, sir. The, yep, thank you. All right, let's go to Nora. Nora, you're going to close us out before the tease for next week. Go ahead, Nora, your reaction to all of this. Oh, my God, this is insane. Um, James, I was most pissed off, I want to say. There there was a lot to be pissed off at, at the police officers that were threatening you. And I was hoping you would actually rename the police officers because you you did give their names. And I think these people um, need to be called out once again because they're supposed to be protecting and serving U.S. citizens and not attacking journalists who are trying to do their job. Yeah, that's a great point, Nora. I'm gonna my team. I'm gonna tell my team, team, if we could, um, we're gonna go ahead and in the thread of the X post. This video is almost at a million views already, fifteen thousand likes. We're gonna go ahead and post the officers' names, badge numbers in the post, and um, I'm gonna pull up the video. This is Officer Mar, um, Sheriff. Excuse me, Sheriff, Sheriff, Deputy Sheriff. I guess is what it's called. Um, uh, his, uh, we got deputy Carter, nine, zero, eight, zero officer, Sean Marr, eight, seven, nine, five officer Diaz Menendez, uh, about to arrest James O'Keefe for standing in a public street yards away from a Ramada airport. Um, there's the names and badge numbers. Nora, anything else before I close this out with a tease for next week? 
No, well, amazing that you dressed up as a drunk schizophrenic, though. Um, you're amazing. Yeah. Love you, James. You're the best. <laughs> no, they, they're, like, they, they, they're like, oh, he supposed a gay guy. It's like, dude, I got you covered. Cowboy, drug trafficker, schizophrenic, illegal immigrant, you name it, we can do it. Um, speaking of that, Caesar, I'm going to play this clip for the people because they want to know what's next. And we almost got killed. Um, so without giving away what exactly happened, we went to the actual border and I know I'm asking you to do something impossible, but can you just sort of tease what's next here? Just in, in, in you know, broadly as you can. Well, um, we're all used to uh, hotels, uh, schools being closed, but we're going to dive into a total different area when it comes to what NGOs are doing. And, uh, and how dangerous they are now, too. Crazy. Crazy dangerous. What? And in our country. In our, and this is in the United States. This is not across the border. Yeah. This was inside the country at the border. Uh, this is probably next week's story, although we're getting so much information. I don't even know. Oh, man, guys. We got 9,000 live listeners here. I'm going to play this clip. At nine, we broke 9,000 live listeners on Spaces. Um, this is me in a bulletproof vest. Um, uh, with I forgot his name. Ashley, I think, is not here, but um, uh, Cade? Cade. Kate? Cade. Excuse me, Cade, um, a former military guy at the border. Watch. This is like a scene out of a movie. This place. Our undercover journalist is stuck on the inside. We're going to park the cars 50 yards away. Apparently, there's some guys with guns inside this place and shooting dudes. And if you look at the distance, there's a light in the distance. That car is monitoring us. Some really shady stuff. So we're going to drive close, come out, and if he doesn't come out, then one of us is going to walk up to this gate and say that we need the individual to come out. That's it. That's what we're going to do. Let's go. And we went in there. And you will not believe what happened. This was like a scene from the, uh, what is it called? The Once Upon a Time of Hollywood with the Charles Manson girls. I mean, you would not believe. You can't make this shit up. If you brought this to Netflix, people would laugh. Now, you know, I had to go in there with the vest. You know, I'm not, I didn't have any, I didn't have a weapon. I didn't have a gun. They, some other guys had guns that go in there. There was some guys with guns that left. Am I making this up? No. Am I, am I lying? You're not. The guys with guns left. Now, I didn't have a gun. We're talking about, we're talking about next week, not this week. How scary this place was. And my man here, Caesar, I'm going to call him Caesar, went in there as a freaking patriot. You are a brave man. You didn't have to do that. I didn't tell you to do that. But you went in there, and, and, and then you, you were stuck there, and you feared for your life. And we extracted you, thank God, angels on the lookout overseeing OMG, a brave man, Caesar is, thank you, Tara Rodas, for the introduction, and this brave man is going to lead a movement of people to go on the inside in these secret migrant camps, and what you're about to see next is so unbelievable, I can't even describe it. Sometimes, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, you just need to see. And at the end of this video, at about 18 minutes in, you'll, you'll see a little tease for next week. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, and uh, DM us if you want to be involved. Support the wellness company. You can buy their product, uh, which I actually use, at twc.health slash omg 
code OMG saves you 15%. These people support our work. This is expensive. It's difficult. We're getting sued. We don't settle. We don't give up. We never stop. Every Wednesday, 4 o'clock Eastern to 6 o'clock Eastern, a new movie, a new investigation, a new undercover investigation, exposing what needs to be exposed. Thank you so much for joining on the inside. Join us next week, 4 o'clock Eastern, for that story of me going in with the vest, extracting Caesar. The footage you wouldn't believe unless you saw it. Until next time, stay tuned.